0: Welcome to Prostate Cancer, The Road to Recovery, hosted by Stage 4 Prostate Cancer Fighter, Jason Stone. Whether you're newly diagnosed, a survivor, or a loved one or someone going through this experience, this podcast offers a lifeline of information and support. Based on real-time experiences, interviews with other fighters and survivors, and discussions with medical professionals, get ready for a raw, educational, and inspiring ride. Now let's join Jason as he shares his path to recovery. Hi and welcome to Prostate Cancer, The Road to Recovery. My name's Jason. I'm 53 years old. I almost said 52. 53 years old as of today. And I have prostate cancer. It has metastasized my spine to my L1 vertebrae. And in this podcast, we talk about it. In episode five, we talked about the symptoms of prostate cancer. How do you know you have it? Uh, and some of those, we, you know, a lot of the things we uh, found out is that it looks a lot like getting old. Looks like, hey, I'm getting old. My back hurts. My my the frequency I'm urinating's changing. It's getting harder to pee. Those kinds of things, all symptoms of possibly having a problem with your prostate doesn't mean cancer, but a problem with your prostate. So it's important to Work with your doctor, work with your urologist and get that checked out. Today, in this episode we are going to talk about what happens after treatment. I've got I've been asked that uh, several times in the last two weeks. I get a lot of calls was talking to a friend a hey, truck, and uh, earlier tonight and you know he's like, what happens after treatment because I was saying I just did number 24 of 28 uh, radiation treatments to my prostate and then after that I roll into five shots of radiation to my spine, and then I'm done with radiation therapy. And he's like, well, what happens after that? Great question. What happens after that is I continue with the hormone therapy. Uh, It is important to keep my testosterone levels uh, down to what they call undetectable. They need to be almost nil. And the reason is that's what prostate cancer feeds on. Now, Hopefully, through this treatment, what has happened is we knocked my uh, PSA and my testosterone levels down really fast. Concurrent with that, we started hitting my uh, prostate with the radiation therapy. So, radiation uh, or prostate cancer, the cancerous cells, are more susceptible to being killed off by radiation. Now, it also damages my healthy cells. That's expected, it's normal. Uh, there's there's a lot of good technology that goes into uh, how that radiation treatment happens. Uh, I'm going to go over that with my doctor on a future podcast episode, I promise. But what's important there is that we get my testosterone down so that the radiation does kill the cancerous cells. Now, the healthy cells, I'm eating better, I'm exercising, doing some light exercise, so I'm hopefully going to uh, encourage my healthy cells to regrow, but radiation therapy should be strong enough to kill off the cancerous cells. So what I, What I don't want is what if one, all it takes is one random cell, right? One random cancer cell somewhere in my system it, because it's metastasized, it is floating around throughout my body, right? All it takes is one cell to take hold somewhere. It doesn't even have to be in the prostate anymore. It can be because it's broken outside of the prostate and it's metastasized, it's floating in my system, it can form a tumor anywhere. It could be in my shoulder, it could be on, you know, my pelvis, it likes to go to the bone, it can go to the soft organs, can go to the lymph nodes quite often. And so that's a risk. So what we what we want to do is continue the hormone therapy for about uh, 18 months. Now this is negotiable. This depends on how I my body is handling the treatment. And so far all indications are that my body's responding very well to it, which is really good. But we're going to continue this for 18 months, like I said maybe 12, and then we can, can uh, I'll talk to my doctor, I'll talk to my radiation oncologist, I'll talk to my uh um my hormone therapy oncologist, I'll talk to my urologist, and we'll talk about maybe weaning off of the hormone therapy, which would be great because the, the side effects suck. But that's a different episode. I think one already we, we already covered. Number two? Uh, number two. Uh, that's funny. So the side effects aren't are great, and I would love to get back to normal. I would love to get my uh, testosterone back. Uh, to normal levels. I'd love to go about living life normally again and not with these hot flashes and uh, and the side effects we're going to talk about right now, which is loss of muscle mass. Holy crap. So I on an, one of the past episodes, I talked about how much uh, weight I had lost and how fast I was losing that weight. And I had presumed it was from the shift to the diet, but no. No, I have new data. This is not uh, just a diet shift weight loss, sadly. I have lost a lot of muscle mass rapidly. So for men, testosterone helps uh, fuel your body, uh, it changes the way you think, right? It helps helps the male brain work the male way. It helps uh, build and maintain muscle mass. And when you drive your testosterone down to almost zero, you lose that. Now, that doesn't mean you can't build muscle without testosterone. It just is not as easy to build the big, dense, heavy, uh, manly muscle as it is um, with testosterone. So so that's a challenge. And that's the topic of today's episode is what do you do about it? Well, uh, so my friend Truck and I were talking. And he's like, well, doesn't working out... Raise your testosterone levels Because I'd mentioned I needed to start working out My shoulders are just crap right now If They feel like They feel like I've just got a Ball socket stuck in with some Held in with some light string or something And they just hurt It hurts to lay down, it hurts to sleep hurts to, I was trying to hold a water glass At a dinner And just had my water, the water glass out there And I almost couldn't hold that up It was just painful to my shoulder joint And that's not good, that's not normal Normally, there's a lot of muscle up here holding all that stuff together, um, even for me, and I didn't have great shoulders. But that muscle goes away pretty fast. <laughs> and I talked about, so I, yeah, I talked about how much weight I'd lost. Well, I got diagnosed officially June 27th. And I almost immediately went on a healthy diet. And on the jul- early July, my last weigh in at my normal weight, Um, I was 370 pounds, which was already down 10 pounds from March. So between March and July, I lost 10 pounds. I was at 370. Well, last week I weighed in at 356. That's not great. I mean, it's good if you're trying to lose weight, but it's not good because uh, a great deal of that is actual physical muscle loss, and I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that throughout my body. My knees hurt more. My joints hurt. My shoulders are just miserable. Um, so, with the with that weight loss, what do you do about it? How do you, you know, how do you? Uh, why is muscle mass having muscle crucial for your health? Right. Why, did, why does it matter? Well, it's you You can't exercise if you have painful joints, or it's painful to exercise if you have painful joints. And if you have painful joints and you're trying to exercise, you're probably rubbing bone on bone, and it's not good. So you have to have muscles there to help control those joints, to help keep things uh, working right and in the right spot so you're not grinding bone to bone, and you, you need lubrication in there. You need There's all this stuff that needs to happen. So... Well, I don't have any testosterone, and so how do I do that? Well, testosterone, and I'm sorry for getting this a little wrong earlier, truck. Uh, I was sort of right; I was half right. Testosterone, yeah, you can weightlifting increases your testosterone levels, but the answer to that is it's briefly; it doesn't permanently raise your testosterone levels as near as uh, the two reports. You know, a lot of research, right? Two reports I looked at. So one, thing, one of the things here says resistance training, particularly exercise that engage your large muscle groups and involve heavy weights with low repetitions, tends to stimulate the most significant release of testosterone. But that is temporary. It peaks shortly after the workout and returns to baseline levels after a short period of time. So that boost can contribute to a, uh, a buildup of muscle, a you know, muscle creation, muscle growth, and fat loss as well. But that benefit just happens for a short period of time. It peaks right after you're done lifting weights and then drops off. Now, I don't want to get my testosterone levels up. So what type of exercise am I doing? And I am doing exercise. Uh, for the last several weeks, uh, another friend, AJR, was taking me uh, to the gym at the college and we were just, I was just walking on a treadmill and then I would do a little bit on a bike one day. Uh, We did do some light shoulder workout on the machines on one day. And I felt that for a few days, but the key is low intensity, high repetition resistance training is, gives you a smaller increase in testosterone, which is what I want. Um, Rather than the high intensity, low repetition. So low intensity, high repetition, using lighter weights. So I'm using ridiculously small. Like people, people see me in the gym, and they're like, right? Yeah, they, they notice. Uh, but I don't care, you know. Some I'm, I'm not. Well, am I dying? I'm not dying. I'm not dying. I'm trying not to die. Uh, so use lighter weights with and more repetitions can help maintain muscle mass without significantly elevating testosterone levels. And then doing uh, low resistance rowing, low row, low resistance walking, low resistance biking, uh, preferably the seated bike. The what do they call that though? Not the uh, not the sit on the seat bike, but the one where you're laying back, the reclining bike. Uh, just because where the prostate's at, and those things can be useful for helping maintain muscle mass. Uh, especially when you're worrying about your hormone balance. That's the key to making sure that you're not spiking your testosterone, causing an increase in your PSA, reactivating some of this, uh, these cancer cells that you've tried to starve. That, that's the key. Testosterone is the fuel for prostate cancer. I'm trying to starve the prostate cancer so that the radiation can kill it. And it's going to do everything it can to survive. So I don't want to spike my testosterone. I want to make sure the radiation is effective in eradicating, that's my goal here, the uh, cancerous cells. And so that's, that's my goal. So what I I encourage, if you are battling prostate cancer right now and you're in a similar boat to me, we're all in different boats, right? There's no two people in the exact same boat. Every one of us has a slightly different path, a slightly different, whether it's a Gleason score or prognosis or whatever, we're all in slightly different boats. And that's okay because we're all in the same fleet. I mean, that's too big of a nautical, never mind. But we're all in the same, we're all in similar boats, Rowing along next to each other, and we need to share our experiences and talk about what works and what doesn't. Because if I'm finding something that's working for me or not working for me, and I tell people about it, I may help somebody else. And and I look for other people's information that that helps me. That's why it's important to stay informed. That's why it's important to look for these types of podcasts. Uh, Go to the social media, to the forums. Just be careful about all the information in the forums. There's a lot of good info in there. Just be skeptical. And track your, track your stuff. You know, you can go. You don't have to wait for your doctor to say, hey, it's, it's been two months. Let's get a PSA test. Go to and LabCorp LabCorp.com. Order a PSA test. Order a testosterone level and get it checked out. Monitor your progress. One of the things that I heard early on that makes a lot more sense to me now that I didn't understand early is you have to be your own advocate. Well, I'm not a doctor. What would I know to advocate for? And that's where my doctor was actually really good leading me to some uh, some of these ideas and helping me understand what that really means. And I have to track my progress. I have to make my own decisions based on my own research. He's not going to tell me this is the best thing. It's here are your options and the consequences and what do you want to do? <laughs> that's a scary, that is a scary thing to hear, right? But that's how it works. So track your PSA level, track the amount of exercise you do, track your weight. And once you start radiation treatment, make sure you're maintaining weight and don't Work out too hard. The low intensity, high repetition, easy on your body type stuff. Do some uh, walking, a lot of walking. Walking is great, low intensity, uh, great for your heart. Uh, Exercise that you can do to help maintain the health of your body overall. Throw in some light dumbbell, like don't be afraid to get the one pound. I'm six foot four, I'm 356 pounds. I'm picking up two-and-a-half-pound dumbbells. I don't care anymore (laughs) because I'm staying alive. Staying alive, staying alive. uh, Make sure you get periodic checkups. Make sure you are coping with these in a positive, healthy way. I've talked about before, this podcast is one of my coping mechanisms. This is, I hate to say more for me than you, but, yeah, this is more for me than you. I I have found uh, that... I've met a few people that I'm helping out, and that's awesome. This is me coping with my situation. Talking about it out loud into a microphone and looking at a camera uh, just helps me. So here we are. And so everybody has to have their own strategies, and everybody's going to look different. Some people, uh, sadly... Uh, internalize everything and they shut down and they, they close up and they don't talk about it and they don't tell anybody. I had an experience recently where somebody didn't tell somebody something about a medical issue until after they were sure they were okay. I was like, how does, what if, cause that's not what if it had gone bad, how would the outcome have been? That would have sucked. So, uh, I, I encourage you to tell your family and friends uh, about your situation, about your condition. Uh, you don't want uh, things to be a surprise. You And people rooting for you helps. I have so many people rooting for me. It's ridiculous. Uh, I appreciate every one of you so sincerely. Uh, I've got future things planned i'm doing a podcast with a uh, another group out of minnesota here on uh, october 22nd i'm not sure i can talk about it yet but uh other than that <laughs> that's gonna happen and i don't know when it'll come out i've got a fishing trip planned in may up in uh, lake of the woods hey roman and it does i don't know why i buy i don't think he actually watches these he says he does but he doesn't doesn't matter uh I wanted to, you know, I've got things that I'm looking forward to and planning out, saying I'm not just looking at tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be number 25 of 28 to my prostate. Great. But I'm going fishing in May. And that's what we've got for this episode. Uh, Make sure you're talking about it. Make sure you're tracking things. You're your own advocate. And get outside. Get outside. Get some sunlight. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So my daughter, my two two of my kids are out here uh, right now helping out, and love them, love them to death. And my daughter and I went and platted planted radish seeds. I'm not a gardener; I've never done something like that. And uh, we've got three or four radish sprouts out there today. So I'm gonna have I'm gonna be eating my own radishes that I grew that we grew. That's awesome. We got outside. We're doing something productive. We're doing things that aren't you know, thinking about how bad this sucks. And that's important because there's better things out there to think about. All right, I'm scrambling now. Uh, Get outside, get some light exercise, low intensity, low weight, high repetition, and uh, stay healthy. I love you all.